There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, all seven runs in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud all along. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the C.J. Stroud QB1 truther. I didn't change that from last week, A.J. You're sticking Quite to your so guns, flex. baby. So I'm sticking with it, yeah. <laughs> Oops. And with me, as always, is A.J., the rookie jinx, Marchese. Hey, there. That's a new one. Good work. Yeah, well, all the good rookies you watch seem to get hurt, so. I know. That's why I won't give you a Houston game. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week five of the NFL season. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by... FIU's Vice City Night. If you're not at the game, shame on you. These FIU jerseys are pure fire. I would spend $150 on one of them. AJ, what FIU player would you get the jersey of? Uh, I asked you that off show to answer, so. I get Rusty Smith. F, uh, oh, wait, no, he's FAU. FAU, yeah. <laughs> FIU's like the one... FIU football. The running back. I'm the running sorry. back. What's his name that we liked? I can't even think of his name. Oof! This is this was not. I should have Price. Yeah, Price. Oh, Johnu. You get Johnu. Oh, of, of course. That's the obvious answer. T- oh, Ty. I forgot Ty hit one there too. Yeah, well, this was rough. Cut this out. <laughs> hey, we look. We look terrible. Jonathan Cyprian. Oh, how did I forget about Jay Sip? Oh, UTEP just scored a third touchdown on FIU though. So. They're not winning. Anyway, NFL Week 5 Rookie Superlatives. Rookie quarterback rundown. I'll start us off. AJ, I'll start us off. I finally got to watch Bryce Young. And you're the The reverse jinx. He's he's back to QB1, baby. He's so good now. He threw three touchdowns. It's a little misleading. When I was doing doing my notes, I said to myself, I don't even remember him throwing three touchdowns. I don't remember very much good happening. But he did. Garbage time king. Uh, they were never in this game. He finished with 247 passing yards, three scores, two picks, uh, just six yards per attempt. Um, he just, like, it's kind of everything you've been saying. Like, okay, one, the play calling is pretty bland. Yeah. Uh, the offensive line is pretty bad. Aiden Hutchinson was all over him. Uh, the receivers don't create very much separation. It's not a lot of good happening. I'm feeling good. But. Yeah, Adam Thielen, like, uh, was just 
like their offense is Bryce Young, kind of just kind of hitting Adam Thielen in the short to min- intermediate. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much all. Um, that's like all it is. Yeah. Like there's nobody else really getting involved as a pass catcher. No, they can't get the running game going. Uh, to no, Miles Sanders like is irrelevant. Yeah. Um. And like the I one of the better throws of the day I tweeted it out and it like it's funny because if CJ Stroud does this there's no way I would bother tweeting it out but like he just like he drops back he, the 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 pressure's kind of closing in on him but he's patient he like kind of sidesteps the rush and, and he puts I, I think it was Adam Thielen on a bit of a deep crosser to the slot just kind of on the face man it's like 15 yards whatever keep in mind it's 28 seven uh, and it's not even halftime yet and they're they just like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not like he's not terrible. No, he's like not. He, I, I think it works against him that CJ Stroud has been such a high floor rookie automatically. Anthony Richardson looks like his seal, like he could actually reach his ceiling. Yeah. Um, and the fact that there was actual hype that Carolina could win the NFC South, and they 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 traded their first round pick. And it's looking like it might be the number one pick now. Yeah. Like, they just everything looks bad. Frank Reich, like, pretty much said that the owner made the pick. Like, I, if I'm to read into that post-Lions game press conference, that's what it sounded like to me. It was a weird, weird thing to say. I, It, it was. It was a, all very weird. Um, And, like... Bryce, I think my biggest takeaway from this was because it was again, it was really like not a game at all. Um, the Lions are really fun, very good football team. Yeah. Um, but my biggest takeaway was like a lot of the magic-y style plays that Bryce Young could make at Alabama, he can't make now because he's not a good enough athlete. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, like I think that's the. I don't know. There's a lot of bad parts of it, but that's maybe the most concerning part of it that we haven't seen really any of that he, like he's, when the play breaks down he's yeah. not really like there there was one play in the pocket uh the the edge rushers are kind of collapsing the pocket in and so he steps up and there's this little gap and bryce at alabama like mm-hmm. tucks that hits the gap finds a receiver he he kind of like gets small tucks it and like takes a step and then gets sacked like yeah. he just isn't quick enough like his his qu- quickness isn't going to be good enough to get away from Aiden Hutchinson, who's six five and runs a far faster forty than Bryce Young. You know what I mean? Like he's accurate. Like his his ball placement's like pretty good. He's um is he's anticipating like decently when he's got time. But it, the yeah. thing is, he can't extend plays. He has no time. His receivers create no separation. So I feel like it's made him a little bit timid. Yeah. Um. And it's a lot of short shit. It's a lot of um, just kind of taking sacks, throwing away. Like, he hadn't really been putting the ball no. in, in conflict all that much I, from what I gathered from you prior to watching this game. Uh, but obviously, two interceptions in this game. And, like, I just don't really know where you go from here. Yeah, and, like, there's been no creativity on this offense. Um, well, they tried to get creative, and Aiden Hutchinson picked off the pass. That's true. That was, that was a great interception. Aiden Hutchinson has, like, three interceptions in his career. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nuts. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's so. It's so bland. And yeah, I think it. I think, like you said, like just the plays he can make at Bama aren't happening, and it feels like he's that. You know that that's that literal speed, like one step up in speed from college to NFL, feels like it's just totally, you know, negated that magic ability. And um, I don't know if if he's gonna find that again. I feel like clearly things have to be going well around him and. Things are not going well around him. They're going very poorly on around him, right? So, I don't know. It, but it really, like you said, it really doesn't help that this team can, like, overall cannot find a rhythm. Like, there's no. I think he's had maybe one drive all season where, like, he's consistently had time yeah. to, to step back and like make a throw, and that I think that drive ended with the the Harrison Smith uh, sack last week. So. Yeah, and like I just like the Aiden Hutchinson pick was like more funny than it was bad. Like yeah. they just Aiden Hutchinson just like he shouldn't have thrown it, but like it was just a horribly not designed, but just executed. horribly executed yeah. screen pass and whatever. But the second pick I think actually was really concerning. It was it was uh twenty one seven at this point. Um he was what he's, he's trying to throw like an outside uh, uh like outside the hashes corner out. And the corner sank on it, like um, like the underneath corner mm-hmm. sank on it, and like it was never open. It never looked open, and he threw it anyway. And I feel like those are the types of throws he he would never have made at Alabama, and I don't think he'd even been making that mistake to this point in the in his NFL career. And yeah. just like well, when you start unraveling like that, you start second guessing yourself. You start. Not seeing ghosts, but like not seeing things well, and yeah. that's kind of what it felt like. I, I don't know. Like I, I still like I still think he's better than a lot of the other starting quarterbacks in the NFL. We're I just think like he's, 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 well, I would take like he's better than Kenny Pickett right now. Trust me, um, <laughs> and Zach Wilson. Um, I just don't think like the ceiling's not high. I don't think. And now it's like, is what's the floor even? Is he yeah. can he get to a Kirk Cousins level? Yeah. So here we are. Yeah, not 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 promising. Very, uh, you know, kind of depressing, honestly, to start his career. Yeah, I I would have given that game a like a I don't know a C minus at best. Meanwhile, C J Stratt, I think I, again, I've watched all the Texans games. I think this was C.J. Stroud's probably his worst game against the Falcons. Threw for 249 to score, 7.1 attempt. Only completed 57% of his passes. And this would have been Bryce Young's best game. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he had, he had multiple throws that were just, like, chef's kiss style things. Um, there, there was, like, one really great throw uh, over the middle that Robert Woods dropped. Um he looked really good on the move. There was, there was one where he kind of uh, th- threw the t- Tank Dell on a rollout and like kind of had to throw kind of against the grain of his body. Um, and Tank Dell made a great adjustment. But it, it, it was it's just awesome to see him doing this kind of, not necessarily out of structure, just on the move type stuff that you didn't necessarily see as much at Ohio State. Yeah. Um, and like he looks so good on the play action. Uh, rollouts. Uh, he hit Dalton Schultz on one across the middle. That was great. Like he had them in position to win this game, and they took the lead uh, with a couple minutes left. He led the the uh, drive down the field, hit Dalton Schultz wide open for a touchdown, take the lead. Falcons just came back down and 
kick game winning field goal. But so he did everything he could do with the game. I thought again, it's just like everything is everything is at least good with him, mm-hmm. if not great. Like the anticipation's great. The the uh quick the the quick release is great the the way he maneuvers in the pocket i think maybe the most impressive thing about him is he's just very poised very patient um he's always looking to remain a passer he always get, he doesn't take very many sacks despite like having a poor offensive line uh i he'd have my vote for offensive rookie of the year yeah i think he's exceeded all expectations and like like you touched upon it's such an interesting juxtaposition for when you know Everyone thought that the Panthers had a chance to to maybe compete in the NFC South, and everyone else thought the, the Cardinals were going to have the first overall and second overall picks because they had the Texans pick. You know what I mean? And it, the Texans are right in the thick of the uh, AFC South and, race. So, and, and literally up until like a week or two before the draft, everyone thought the Panthers were taking C.J. Stroud. Yeah, until uh, S2 season started, baby. Well, yeah. Retest well, on S2. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Remember when they initially traded for the pick, yeah. um, for the number one pick? Everyone was like, "Oh, they're taking CJ Stroud. Josh McCown loves this guy. Frank Reich's gonna well, love this guy." Like it was always CJ Stroud. Well, you know what? You know what crossed my mind too is um, like going back to what uh, Reich said this week about Tapper, like or maybe tipping in his hand that he forced the hand there. That's a lot of of the same words. But remember at the at the Stroud pro day where uh, Reich was kind of like, "Yeah, can't wait to get you to Carolina." Yeah, that little clip wherever they're talking about shooting hoops or whatever and. At that point, it's like, well, you know, maybe. And then uh, looking back, it's like maybe they they were locked in. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, what what Stroud's been able to do, and what like we talked about, Bobby Slowick and hell, uh, D'Amico Ryan's as well. What they've been able to do to uh, start this season has been uh, amazing. Has been amazing, Rob. And uh, it has been amazing. That's it. Um, speaking of amazing. Uh, but my jinx was working, like you said, and uh, I had Anthony Richardson. He unfortunately got hurt pretty early in this game, went down with a shoulder injury. It looked bad from the start, landed really hard on that throwing shoulder. He's going to IR, um, so not really too much to talk about. Well, I thought it was a really good start to the game, though, like 9 for 12, 98 yards, and uh, you know, no picks, no touchdowns, of course. But like, he, it looked like he was well on the way to another impressive performance, was making some really impressive throws. Um, at, you know what's funny enough too that the week he gets injured, they weren't running him. Like I feel like most of the, most of the games that he's been going, they um, they're getting him going in the running game early. They weren't really doing that this week, and it's the it's, you know he gets injured unfortunately. Um, I, I think like I don't know. I think Gardner Gardner Mitchell is obviously an extremely competent backup quarterback, but I think it's such a compliment to Richardson to like Minshew is really good at you know. T- taking what what's there, you know, throwing over the middle and stuff like that. But when Richardson is in the game compared to Minshew, like I think the, t- the team will probably be okay with Minshew, but uh, Richardson is just so much more explosive and the throws are so much... Like, it's just a, it's just a funny juxtaposition too. Like, obviously Minshew's a backup quarterback, but he started games in this league. It's just putting them beside each other is like, clearly it just shows how great Anthony Richardson is going to be, I think. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait at least four games here, but... um. Excited for him to come back. Do you think they'll bother playing him again? Like I was thinking about that. Like he's gotten, he hasn't fin- like his biggest flaw yeah. as a rookie is he has yeah. only finished one of four games. Or uh, yeah, like like he's missed time in like every game. I think. Yeah. 
Um, and like, it's just like, that's scary. Is it worth like you, you, I'm pretty sure we all know he's going to be good if he's healthy and yeah. Shane Steichen can clearly build an offense around this guy. Like, is it worth forcing him back into the lineup? It's like, really. Are you really competing in the AFC South? No. Like the the conference sucks so much that maybe you are. It's really hard or to say. Division, but. but remember, like one of the not Knox, but one of the big things with Richardson coming into the into the draft was he needs the reps, right? And yeah, obviously he looks damn good already. But to me, you gotta like look. To me, when I think about this, I think about Trey Lance. You saw what happens when yeah. he missed an entire season. And now he's uh he's, he's on the Cowboys, right? And same thing with him; just didn't play a lot in college. You can throw that to Richardson, who played a bit more, but not by much. Um, I, I think you put him back out there, but I I totally I totally understand the sentiment because what's the point? But I think the point is you get him better as a quarterback the more he's out there. And um, I agree, I agree. Yeah. I was just no wondering aloud, and I think the Trey Lance comparison's a good a good one, just in terms of you do need reps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. Let's jump to Rookie of the Week. Yeah. I'll start us off, and I'll go back to the, the Panthers-Lions game, if you'll let me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. That's okay. Otherwise, I'll be picking a Steeler. So. <laughs> yeah, okay, then please. Uh, I'm, I'm not not a big, big yardage performance, but uh, how about Lions rookie tight end Sam Laporta? He's ridiculously good, Rob. Three catches only, forty-seven yards only, but two touchdowns. And the one he didn't didn't score a touchdown on, like was a, was um like still a big time grab. Um, it was uh to pick up first down, and it just feels like they go to him in big chain moving moments. Yeah. Especially keep in mind, no Amon Ross St. Brown, no Jameer Gibbs in this game, um, and like he needed to step up, and he did just that. Uh, the the one touchdown was a nasty ass design from Ben Johnson. It was like the flea flicker, yeah, flicker, yeah. The Niners did the same thing with the Kittle. Yeah, Michigan did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, Sam Laporte is just like wide open on on like a tight end wheel off it, um, but like it's it's just incredible how quickly he's being in the 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 other touchdown was just like a dump off in the flats off play action, but just how quickly he has been. A, like a Pro Bowl level tight end, yeah. and it's so funny to me that this is the team that had T.J. Hawkinson, a tight end who was drafted in the top ten, and not 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 to say they didn't get they couldn't get the most out of him, but like just I think it's to say how good Sam Laporta mm-hmm. is that he is the like I mean, look at all the tight ends we've seen go in the first round and not 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 make an impact as a rookie, or they do like Kyle Pitts and then they disappear. Um, yeah, and, and this guy's just chain moving touchdown machine like having a historically impressive uh rookie season for a tight end um he's got 289 three scores 14 first down catches which is the most among rookie tight ends uh in a a tight end class that had a lot of tight ends he is second in the nfl among rookies in first down catches behind only puka nakua who has uh, way more targets um and if like I think if the season ended today, he's he's close to a thousand yards. I mean, like oh sorry, if you projection take his number, yeah, in, in his he's averaging fifty seven point eight per game. Uh, times that by seventeen, you're at nine eighty two. Like he is having a, a Pro Bowl style rookie season. 
he's on he's on pace for like um, fifteen touchdowns or something. Yeah, and I think maybe more. I think if you ask me if he hits a thousand right now, I say yeah, like no doubt he's clearly to me the second option in this passing game. Um, and and I'll, I'll let you know because uh, he he played like Jameson Williams had like no really he had a bad drop he, yeah. he was blocking well but like he is. <laughs> That's Coming out of this promising. game, yeah. like I'm not worried that Laporta is gonna see less no. um, targets because Jameson Williams is back. Like Josh Reynolds is like the steady Eddie yep. wide receiver too. Monroe Ross St. Brown's the Pro Bowl receiver. Sam Laporta's the the kind of the the second fiddle in this offense. And then Cleve Raymond wants to know I'm making a play, baby. Um, like honestly, Jameer Gibbs is probably more important to the passing game than. Uh, Jameson Williams yeah, at this point. So. I, I know not rookie, but it's going to be really interesting to see what Jameson Williams does the rest of the year. Well, um, had, hey, two catches, two yards. Mr. Consistent. And a drop, yeah. Um, yeah, the, my, my curse continues as my officer rookie of the week in his uh, in you know his last game in, in at least four weeks here. Uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, Devon Achan again, who <laughs> just, just fuck, man. Another of the most, like, I don't know. I think Richardson and Achan are two of the top five at, at least. Most fun rookies this year. And, uh, yeah, he's going down for a stretch as well. Um, sucks so much because he's been so damn good. Another, I mean, the Dolphins feel like they're just playing uh, like an F, you know, like a, like an early season college football schedule, like a preseason schedule because it was the Giants here. Um, 151 yards, only 11 carries, a touchdown, and that was a 76-yard touchdown run. And, like, his speed is just so special. It's it's just it's just so special. It's feels very, very rare that we see, like, sp- speed translate this instantly in the nfl you know what i mean like 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 when you get like a top five type of guy you see it but like a skill position guy sometimes it takes a while and like a lot of these you know john ross went <laughs> you know early because he ran a four two two, but <laughs> that didn't work out but a chain a, a chan i'm still struggling just so special the 76 yard touch around like he just also dolphin's off the line has done a fantastic job for blocking uh blocking for him but wide open lane hits the edge you know, it, it steps and it's just he. Every angle that the Giants thought they had it is gone, and that's that's been the story of like every touch he's had. And like, not every touch has been this big play, and not every touch has been you know extremely you know explosive or anything. But and he said like I I don't know I I looked at like the the stats and stuff, and he's had some negative runs. But I feel like when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like it um, at all. Um, he's just a special player, and it sucks so much that we're not going to get to watch him in the next couple weeks. Amen. I mean, I I haven't gotten to watch me actually take all the Dolphins games, but hey. You had a Dolphins. You had a Finns game. Did you play it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I had a Finns game. It doesn't matter. This is not the topic. Yeah, you did. AJ. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. But you know what I have had? I've had a Philadelphia Eagles game. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time I've given Jalen Carter my defensive work of the week, Mm -hmm. but that won't stop me. Uh, I'll do it again. He was freaking awesome awesome against the Rams. He was kicking uh Kevin for some reason Kevin Dotson's the Rams starting right guard. I don't don't get me started. He's kicking his ass. He's kicking um um Allen's ass at center, the Michigan State kid. His whole family went to Michigan State. Well he's an embarrassment to the family. I don't mean that. But Jalen Carter literally um finished two sacks, was all over Stafford uh, it was like club swim that was just kicking their ass. He had uh, multiple pressures where he didn't finish uh, get home. Um, they were like double teaming him. They could not contain him. 
Um, it, it was just like, he is absolutely everything he was supposed to be. He, as the, I think, what, f- fair to say he was the most talented prospect in the draft. Uh, yeah, he was. Definitely. So, he, um, yeah, just incredible. I have to give it to him. Yeah, that's a good pick. I thought it was a really uh, slim pickings for defense of the week this week. I didn't have if, Carter. It, if ahead. I didn't have the Eagles game, I, I don't know what I would have done here. Yeah, and like the guy ended up with, originally had him as best day three rookie. He had a nice game. Then like, I'm at the bump up to best primetime rookie because I thought the primetime rookies were pretty bad. Then he ends up yep. getting called up to uh, defensive rookie of the week. And my pick is uh, Bears rookie uh, corner, Terrell Smith. I thought was pretty damn good. Uh, Very good. We've it, talked to him three straight weeks now. Yeah, and I know. Week, week. But he gets the defensive rookie of the week nod, so good for him. Uh, six tackles, one of which, you know, he forced a fumble and recovered it on, which was a, just a big dog play. I thought you felt him in the running game, like coming downhill. Uh, mm-hmm. I think PFF gave him bad tackling reason. I don't know. It looked really good tackling to me. <laughs> um, obviously, that was a hell of a game for the Bears. That felt like uh, reigniting their, I don't want to say season, but like, you know, just re- reinforcing maybe you're not going to clean house at the end of the year <laughs> type of game. Maybe Justin Fields is staying type of game. Um, yeah, and huge. I thought Smith was really good. And he's probably been the best of the rookie uh, Bears on defense, guaranteed, I think, right? Yeah, if Roshan Johnson had more touches, I think you'd say him. Um, but like, to, like he uh, every week, uh, he he's had ups and downs in yeah. coverage, but like looks like a starter worthy corner, which is like maybe he's done all pro, but and he is to me, he's been phenomenal in run support yeah. every week. It jumps off the screen to me. He's big. He's physical. He's yeah. downhill, explosive. What more he's do you kind want? Kind of playing what. He's playing kind of like what I think people thought Tyreek Stevenson was going to play like for yeah. the Bears. Yeah, and that's a guy you got to pick 165 towards the end of the fifth round. Uh, and um, just fun stat I looked up today. Um, lowest completion percentage allowed among NFL rookies so far this season. And, and Terrell Smith's fifth, or fourth, sorry. Yeah. You know, 52.6%. I think the stats back him up. Yeah, no, he's been really good. and I Also, also the top five in that statistic all played in the big I saw I saw your tweet I mean that come on thanks for not liking it no I never like your tweets gotta keep you humble um but of course of course it's all big tank boys baby uh yeah no uh he's been he's been awesome okay worst rookie this corner didn't play in the big 10 he's from the same game game. I gave it to Emmanuel Forbes yeah I feel bad for picking on him uh but it was clearly Emmanuel Forbes he, like, the missed tackles, the yardage he's giving up. He was getting bullied by DJ Moore. It was, look, maybe a couple of those could have been OPI, but, like, you got to you gotta step up for yourself, Forbes. Like, oof. Uh, Moore was just way too physical. And then, yeah, either he tried to jump the route and completely whiffed, or uh, Moore just ran right through him. And then Moore had the big yak right, right behind him. Just bad tackling, I, bad timing on the balls in the air. And then, like, got bullied on that touchdown reception, too, by Moore. Um. Yeah. Just. Just. I still brutal. can't believe you went as high as you went. He went the 16th pick in the draft. Is a, is a like a 160 pound soaking wet corner. I still got, can't believe that. Got benched like, in the game as well. Yeah. Which is not the first time it's happened. No. How did he get drafted above Christian Gonzalez? Yeah, and obviously Gonzalez um, unfortunately out for the year, but he was awesome when he was playing. And I mean, like Deontay Banks went after him, and Deontay Banks hasn't been like amazing, but Deontay Banks, Banks been is good. like Banks a solid, good. Yeah. good corner at worst. 
Um, there's but, another corner who who went out of the Big Ten a little bit later, and uh, he had a good week. So Banks, I didn't mention him anywhere, but like that's a guy that like I feel like he could have easily because I talk about his his running mate in, in a bit, but Banks could easily have been like under the gun every single week and been where Forbes is because that team is so awful and teams are picking on other DPs and he hasn't like he's had meh moments and but he's been pretty solid I think just yeah the fact that you know Forbes's name is pretty well known in the NFL right now the fact that Banks isn't when the Giants have been on primetime getting blown out that's 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 a a, yeah that's a big big ops to him Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Deontay Banks has been the first-round corner, like, no, or even just top 100 corner, like, nobody really talks about it. Just, just been good. Just been good, yeah. Just been good. Um, Primetime star, you mentioned. It's not a good week for it. I went uh, off the beaten path. I appreciate that. So. Hit me. But you, okay. No, come on. Uh does London game count as primetime? Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Bills, Jags, Dorian Williams kind of thrown to the wolves. Yes. I thought he, I thought he looked pretty good. I was gonna mention, I, I put him for out of nowhere. Like, not obviously he's not, but just getting thrown into, like you said, thrown to the wolves. I thought he was pretty good too. Yeah, like downhill, aggressive against the run. He held up in pat and uh, playing the pass. He had a PBU, yeah, nice PBU like, too. Like, yeah, and I think. And also, Terrell Bernard's sneaky been very He's been awesome. He's year. been awesome. Oh, no, I, I love Bernard. Bernard's been Yeah. Great. I feel like Terrell Bernard, Dorian Williams, and Matt Milano, yes. who obviously went down, which caused Dorian Williams to go into the game, are all, like, undersized, violent, explosive it, linebackers. It, it might really be the fun. most fun, like, linebacker group. Like, fun. Not best or anything, but, I mean, Milano's been unreal, obviously, but... It might be like the most fun group. Anyways, go on. I think one like this is again not on topic, but Terrell Bernard um, has been an upgrade over Tremaine Edmonds, and I feel like yeah. that's just something we ha- people aren't talking about yet. I was about to say like I haven't seen the really hype good. for him, but I've watched a lot of the Bills game, and he's every week he's been awesome. Yeah. Also, it looks cool that uh, Dorian Williams is forty two and he's forty three. And they suit they suit the numbers too. Yeah. No. And yeah, Williams stepping in with Milano going down like he's. He looked really good. I agree with you. Yeah. Tulane's finest. Absolutely. Um, mine is really like just also slim pickings here. I'm going the Monday Night Football tight ends, baby. Um, was Luke Musgrave special? No. But at least we got to see him catch six balls and get yelled at by uh, LaFleur for some reason. I wasn't sure what he was getting yelled at for. Uh, 34 yards. Um <laughs> Nothing to get super excited about. Was Michael Myers special? No, but at least he got some targets. He had that nice, uh, that nice catch. That really looked, you know, that really, really kind of displaying what he can do. Finishing that tough, you know, good hands catch, thirty nine yards on two grabs. I like that. And honestly, most exciting of the three maybe is Ben Sims, who had one catch, but doing the most. Had that six stiff arm and got the first down for the Packers. Uh, undrafted out of Baylor, if I remember correctly. Uh, signed off the Vikings practice squad, I think. Um, it kills me that the, I mean, Tucker Craft wasn't wasn't good. That that feels like, feels like if Tucker Craft, you know, didn't have two other rookie tenants with him, we'd be talking about him more. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, is it, it, yeah. I mean, it kills me that the Packers just running three rookie tenants, and uh, is it working? I don't know, but it is what it is, and we got to see it. 
the the Packers are just like constantly playing rookies everywhere. I know, but it it's felt, not just at tight end. No, it wasn't. But it felt like this was a lesser week, and hey, maybe maybe have cost them the game. Or was my Dontavian Wicks, you know, two touchdown performance? That's what I want to know. Uh, going to underwhelming performance, I'll go with a big name rookie, Bijan Robinson. I was underwhelmed. You didn't t- see that t- t- crossover backhanded whatever. Catch. Yeah, that was sick. That that was sick. But he also lost a fumble, average only three point three attempt. Like Houston had was like locked in on him. Um, and I don't know that you're like pounding the table for some great Texans defense. Uh, I believe Tyler Algier had more touches than him. Yeah. Love love Arthur Smith so much. Uh, he finally used Kyle Pitts though. So look, you can't have all all like everyone going up. Come on, Ritter had a couple touchdowns, so um, can't have. But everyone I was ready in. when I, I I was just ready for. I thought this was going to be such a sick rookie game. CJ Stroud, Bijan Robinson, and Stroud was good, and Bijan was just like ah, kind of irrelevant other than the sick touchdown catch, which like. Just underwhelmed. Yeah, but if they cut the game where like it's only the Bijan overhead camera watching him the whole game, like, that'd be yeah. that'd be sick. Week of the week of um, but I do think like five weeks through the NFL season, like Bijan's not the leader in the clubhouse for offensive rookie year, and I don't think he's second either. Who is your vote right now? Stroud, I guess. It's Puka, Puka and Stroud. Yeah, I think it's Puka and Stroud. Defensive so. is much much more uh, wide open. I think it's Jalen Carter though. Yeah. Well, uh, Mike Florio said Witherspoon won it already, so <laughs> close that up. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Big Ten defenders in prime time, uh, Mazzy Smith had the opposite of a Devin Witherspoon performance. I thought uh, not not like this game was brutal or anything, but you know he's not done much. So yeah, he's an underwhelming performance really the whole season. But he was drafted for games like this. <laughs> The whole, the whole organization shit the fucking bed against the Niners, but he was drafted for games like this. He played 31% of the snaps. You know, that's about where he's been all season. This is not, not a heavy workload or anything, but no impact for Mazzy. And even worse, I thought he was kind of getting pushed around a lot by that that Niners front. And I don't know. I like I know the Niners run game is, is great and the, the way they, they scheme it up, but, like, the interior is on paper is not, like, studly. Like, you could step up a little bit. And uh, opposite of that, opposite of that, and yeah, early <clears throat> early ROI for the for the Cowboys is not looking good on for Mazzy Smith, and that's uh, troubling. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's the second time. <clears throat> I think I had him for needs to step it up one week. Yeah, I, I just feel like he's been very irrelevant. Pretty much, yeah. Um, looks like a hit. How about the Steelers combo, Joey Porter Jr. and Broderick Jones? Broderick uh, had a game. I'd like to hear that. Broderick Jones, <laughs> uh, he was the Steelers' best offensive lineman. Oh, there we go. I know I, I mentioned last week when he's thrown in the fire, when Dan Moore got hurt, like, he looked bad. This week, he looked fantastic. There we go. Um, he gave up one pressure on 37 pass block snaps, according to PFF. Um, he was just kind of locking down. Like, and by the way, Jadavia and Clowney said are a huge year for Baltimore. Yes. Like, sneaky. I know, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Broderick Jones looked great against him, like, just – there was there was multiple times where Kenny Pickett was under fire and like Broderick Jones was just locking down his guy. Um, great, I thought he played with a really good balance, which was something I was a little concerned about mm-hmm. uh, against these explosive, more powerful edge guys in, in OA and Clowney. Um, and no, like awesome, look good in the run, moving really well, pass sets super clean. Like there's no way he shouldn't be starting every week. Um, 
That's really promising. He, 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 yeah, it was it was sick. And then Joey Porter Jr. Uh, only played forty percent of the snaps, but I'm assuming you saw it. The game set yeah. it like set up the game winning drive with an interception in the end zone. Baltimore should have won this game if the receivers could catch. Baltimore should have won this game by like thirty. Like eight um, but yeah, Joey Porter like Jr. That. Yeah. Uh, I think it, was, it might have been more than that. Um, yeah. Joey Porter Jr. one on one with Odell Beckham, sweet high high points at interception, great. Only targeted twice, um, but yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. you love your Steelers. That's what else to say. Um, I I I'm glad. Uh, my it looks like a hit is a hit for both of us. Guy we love. How about a uh, Colts wide receiver Josh Downs? Who, yeah, even with Anthony Richardson going down, uh, had six catches, 97 yards. Um, I feel like Minshew's just going to feed him, honestly. Uh, but uh, week after week, Downs has gotten better, and he's never been bad. He's been really solid since since week one, and he just keeps getting better. And now he's clearly the, the firmly the second option on this team. You know, Alec Pierce has been really bad, but <laughs> like that's that's exactly as much as you could have hoped for Downs to be early early the season, and like. He's just been really damn good, and he's been really good at what they draft him for, which is you know the moving the chain stuff. Um, this week we saw like a nice one where he's just a drag on a third and like four or five maybe. Um, kind of like just did a good job sp- spacing and pacing there and got himself open, and um, then after that really nice gain after the after the catch uh, for a big first down. Um, but also like and obviously like he's been just a really good route runner. I think he's got some of the best. Um, uh, yards of separation per route run in the NFL, or at least among rookies. Um, but he's also just been like, I, to me, early on, what I think has been most impressive. Um, it's been like he's really, he's been really good working the deeper routes, and it, it's not like he's a true deep threat or anything yet. But you know, those more intermediate deep kind of plays where like working the seam, like he had that that the Richardson throw to him last week, where you know the adjustment, the strong hands was awesome, and this week he had that awesome uh, contested catch also from Richardson early in the game double coverage down on the sideline he's stepping up he's stepping up huge um for you know Pittman's Pittman's had a bounce back here Pierce's looks like not good but stepping up big and it's I don't know man like the Colts team is not bad it's pretty frisky I, I think that's another reason you you know you, you roll Richardson when he's back um but yeah I, you know what too I just wanted to say it feels like over the summer Downs really got lost in the hype like it feels like we, you never really heard am I wrong like it feels like you never heard much about him there's other later guys like Tank Dell got a lot of hype and he's been great. Jaden Reed got a lot of hype. He's been really good. Uh, you know the top receivers got hype and it felt like Downs was kind of forgotten about, and he's been at like more consistent than anyone taken above him. You know. Period. Yeah, absolutely. He's a. Uh, I th- I think like he may have got lost in it just because he is kind of just this chain moving slot receiver people didn't expect him to be like this like tank dell explosive touchdown machine well not tank dell but you know what i mean i know what you mean Um, (laughs) but yeah i mean he's tied for fifth and first down catch among rookies so chain mover um my looks like a miss henry tootoa because he's a lot better than i thought he was gonna be like right away it's a miss Um, from the whole league baby he uh, twelve tackles against the Falcons. Big part of the reason they they shut Bijan Robinson down. He's just like now he does struggle in space and like the, you can get after him in the passing game. But uh, I choose to look at the bright side. Yeah, and he's just been so good diagnosing plays, triggering downhill, and getting getting run stops. Like just constantly making tackles around the line of scrimmage. 
Uh, he's been awesome. He looks like their long-term starting uh, that, yeah. linebacker. That's great to hear. And I felt like, you know, he... You know, like, he, he had been really great at that in his collegiate career. And I feel like last year he kind of took a step back. So, uh, to me, like, him falling wasn't one of those, like, oh, you know, like, this is a tackling machine and, you know, it's kind of that it felt kind of silly. You know, I think he saw some of the flaws, but he's he's fixed it up. Like you said, it's been great to start his career in Houston. Um, my looks like a miss. I'm going double wide receivers. Um, same game that uh, Minnesota and Kansas City uh not shootout, but it was a game that happened. <laughs> and I go with Jordan Addison and Rasheed Rice, who, like, you know, I wasn't, like, super low on Addison, really, but 32 on my board. He was wide receiver four for me, and he's been better than two of the guys above him, no doubt, no doubt. Six catches, 64 yards, a touchdown. Um, obviously, he's been, like, a consistent deep threat all year, but, like, this felt like his most, like, consistent, just good chain-moving type of game. Um, his best route running, I think, we've seen displayed throughout, through the season so far, too. Um, his touchdown came in like a, just a nice crossing route back line in the red zone. Um, and then obviously Justin, Justin Jefferson's going to IR. It's going to be exciting to see what his role is going forward. Um, who steps up into that role is probably more likely like Osborne, but like, I think the production wise is going to, uh, Addison. And on the flip side, we've talked about him before, but Rasheed Rice has been <laughs> legit. The most, the most consistent wide receiver on the chiefs. And it's not close. Most, most reliable, uh, four catches, 33 yards, another touchdown. I uh, I was particularly low on Rasheed Rice. I'm like 114th. Obviously, the Chiefs took him pretty early. Um, wasn't that a huge game at all, but just how reliable he's been for a team that clearly has Super Bowl aspirations, um, that's huge. That's huge. And um, this is what they drafted him for, you know, what, 56 or whatever it was overall. That's what they drafted him for, and um, he's proving to be, you know, an, an instant type of impact type of dude. Like they didn't get out of Sky Moore. They haven't gotten it consistently out of it's been bad. Trading for Tony last year. You know, guys who were drafted earlier than him in years past. And Rice has been Rice has been good. Yeah, he has been. Uh I think he is also in the top five for first time catches. I keep on I keep on hating those, but you should shoot a coin to me. Uh, my needs to step it up is a tight end for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, me too. Not making a lot of first down. Me too. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid's just been like so much. I've always this was our you know for this offense. It'll be everywhere. Blah blah blah. Um, like he's been okay, but if he was like a third round pick, I'd be like, yeah, he's been fine. Yeah. But, like they took this guy in the first round, and Sam Laporta taking after him has been better. Yeah, hey, Michael Mayer showed up on uh, Monday Night Football and had a moment. Luke Musgraves even had some moments. <laughs> yeah. You know. And uh, Dalton Kincaid just, like, hasn't really had a moment where you're like, that's why they took him. No, like, he's been fine. Like, I've watched most of these Bills games. He's been okay, but it's like, honestly, a lot of times he catches the ball, it's like, oh, is that Knox or, or Kincaid? And it wasn't, like, anything to get excited about. And, um, like, rookie tight ends take a while to come on, but we I mean, take them 20, 26 or whatever it was, and you're a Super Bowl contender. You took him to be productive this year. It's a tough ask, but uh, I think we need to see more of him. Um, it feels like they haven't done anything with him either. They haven't gotten creative. It's been pretty pretty bland. Um, no, he was my clear top dude, and I threw another guy in here, and I th- I just kind of put Tyreek Stevenson, and we touched upon uh, yeah. his teammate Terrell Smith earlier, who's been really really solid. Stevenson hasn't been so much. Uh, had that like huge you know deep uh, pi in the end zone. Um, had that, had that like just that crossing route to Terry McLaurin that was like a bunch of separation on, um, great throw from Hal though too, but yeah, just <clears throat> he like you said earlier like Smith feels like he's been what Tyreek Stevenson is supposed to be and 
I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you felt his impact positively much at all for the Bears' uh, defense. No, definitely not. And uh, I'll go to a for my not ready to play. I'll stick at corner. And the Eagles had Eli Ricks out there against the Rams for a bit. Not that long, but he only ended up playing 13 snaps. But, like, when he was on the field, Stafford was going after him, and they took him out of the game. Three catches, 38 yards, allowed on 13 snaps. I was just like, why is this? And then and then I started thinking, like, like the Eagles, it's been fine because they, they just get up on teams and they run the ball, blah, blah, blah. But that secondary is, like, going to get in trouble at some point. Um, like, Puka Nakua beat James Bradbury for a touchdown. Uh, like, I I don't know. Like, why is Eli Ricks out there playing? I don't know. Yeah, it, it probably you're probably right. Uh, <clears throat> no, I think that's a good point. <laughs> um, which which now it has me like thinking is, um, like, like what's up with Keely Ringo? Keely Ringo is playing behind him. Yeah. yeah. Keely Ringo has has played one defensive snap in five weeks. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm going to stick. Uh, in the NFC's at corner, and I, I kind of alluded to him earlier. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Trey Hawkins, the other Giants corner. When you know, I, I kind of, I, you know, gave Deontay Banks some credit for not being a headline name. Whereas with Trey, Trey Hawkins, his snap count has come down. You know, like that whole team's been a disaster. It was so bold to, to get you know two, two rookie quarterback uh, cornerbacks starting. You know, the whole season pretty much. His snap counts are coming down this week, but even when he was in there, it was uh, a lot of just uh, uh, struggling. Um, he was cooked by Tyreek Hill on a 69-yard touchdown. Um, and then other than that, I don't think it looked great. Um, but I know like that's it's not ready to play. You know, I, he's he's getting thrown into the fire, and he, he's had his struggles. But, yeah, it's almost more, like I said earlier, it's almost more to a credit of Deontay Banks for not being in any of these negative categories any week. So tough ask against the Dolphins, and it, uh, he couldn't answer the question. My best day three rookie I just mentioned is Puka Nakua, yeah. who had a low low yardage game for him, but still had seven for seventy one and a touchdown where he beat James Bradbury deep. Um eleven targets. Like Cooper Cup was back healthy and clearly is the go to guy once again. Like Cooper Cup had like five catches on their opening drive. It was super, so stupid. Um <laughs> like in a good way. Uh but like Puka still has a role clearly and is going to continue to be one of the best rookies and potentially the offensive rookie of the year. I also wanted to put my other best day three rookie as another Ram. Ethan Evans, their punter. Yeah. It's just awesome. Booming punts against the Eagles. Sticking them in their own end. Two inside the 20. Seventh round pick out of Wingate. That where all the greats go, baby. Um, my my best day three rookie would have been, you know, Smith. But I'm going to go I'm gonna go with another uh Another one of his running mates in uh, Jordan Howden, baby, who uh, I thought just had a really, really solid game for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Wasn't special or anything, but he did create an interception at a sick play. It was just kind of like flying downhill, getting his shoulder um, in on the ball as the ball arrived, and I think it landed funny for uh, for Pete Werner. Uh, landed right for Pete Werner, I should say. And, yeah, I think he's just been really solid. Played, played a decent amount this week, and uh, obviously a massive blowout <laughs> over, over the Patriots. Um, yeah, go, go Gophers. That's all, that's all I got there. Good take. My best UDFA rookie is Broncos running back Jaleel McLaughlin, yeah. who once again was really good in, in his limited touches. 11 touches, 89 yards from scrimmage, had a sick receiving touchdown. I don't know if you saw it, where he kind of bobbled yeah. it, ended up scoring. Yeah. 
against the Jets. He's the Broncos' best player on offense, I'm convinced. He is third among NFL rookies in rushing yards after contact behind just uh, HN and Bijan. Um, like, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the dude. He is... Like, he's not... Maybe he's not a star Pro Bowl running back or anything, but this is an offensive weapon who... Like, Sean Payton seems to, one, get the most out of these types of running backs, yeah. and two, get the most out of undrafted rookies. Like, the Saints have been an undrafted rookie machine for years. They have. And, and this looks like the, the next guy. Um, Williams is supposed to be back this week. Do, do, do you think they expand uh, McLaughlin's role or what? He should be getting at least 10 touches a game no matter what, yeah. I think. I agree with you. Uh, my best UDFA rookie, also running back, had 10 carries. Wow. What a coincidence. And that looks like it'll expand because James Conner's out. Uh, I'm going with Amari DiMercato, who's been kind of solid for the Cardinals. Uh, 10 carries, 45 yards on a touchdown this week. 12, uh, 12 yards on one catch. Uh, like I just said, Conner's down. So his, his role's going to expand. And it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Um, obviously, the Cardinals have been better than I think anyone expected. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Uh, do you want to know who's sixth in most rushing yards after contact among NFL rookies this year? Who? It's Chris Brooks. Yeah. Well, maybe that's another guy that's going to step up with uh, HN out. Yeah, so, like, like I'm wondering. Like, man, the, the rookie running back class has been really bizarre. I got a couple more to talk about, or at least yeah, I do. I figure I figured you might. I got one so. more. I got one more. Rookie with flash. My top guy here is Ty J Spears. Uh, double, yeah. double two lane. Love this episode. Love that. Um, thirty four yards on the ground and a touchdown. Thirty five yards through the air. Just every time they got got on the ball, he was really damn good. And you know they did a good job using him. He's explosive. They had this. His touchdown was kind of a nice, neat, neat little play where they line up at like as the near side wide receiver. Uh, play action reverse, and he just kind of cruised into the end zone. Made a couple uh, cold smiths at the end, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just really happy that like they're using him, and they are like obviously it wasn't like a, a crazy amount of touches, but I think 11 in this game. Uh, that's not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. And he's doing the most with them. He's not, you know, he's not putting up HN numbers or McLaughlin numbers, but he's been really damn good. And um, He's fourth He's fourth in uh, bingo. yards after contact. That's a bingo, right? Yeah, there you go. It's been really good. Um, I'll go to, uh, for Ricky Flash, Zay Flowers, who didn't have a great game against the Steelers, just 5 for 73 and had a brutal drop. But, like, he is their best wide receiver. And... The Odell thing isn't working. Rashad Bateman yeah. had a silly bad end zone drop. Like Lamar should have had an MVP type of day, and his everyone sucked around him, so he didn't. Um, but like, just keep feeding Zay. He's he is your best receiver, and I also put Will Anderson, who looked really good against the Falcons. He's just kind of Mister Consistent, very good against the run. Um, came backside on a play for a TFL. Uh, speed to power looks good as a pass rusher. I feel like he's just gonna. You're gonna look up at the end of the year, and he's gonna be up there in the pressure uh, yeah. numbers. Yeah. I uh, know. I mean, like again, early returns looked great for the Texans, and uh, yeah, I lo- love our Texans. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll give you two more. Um, both SEC guys. Uh, one, I gotta give some love to Gervon Dexter because I thought this was his best game that I've seen at least. Wasn't flashy, but a couple hits on Hal. Um, I think he knocked down a ball too. One of the hits was like on a on a screen that he kind of just blew up, got to hell. 
Um, promising, you know, for a guy that I thought hasn't hasn't looked great this year. So, kind of to give him some love. And um, a guy that didn't play much this week, but uh, Jordan Battle, I thought, when on the field for the Bengals, looked really, really solid. A uh, couple PBUs. Uh, I think he got credit for a QB hit, too. Um, yeah, just just solid. And <laughs> Bengals, Bengals secondary is kind of funny, but it, it's kind of kind of a nice touch for him. Um, out of nowhere, uh, going back to the Rams, O'Shane Mathis in limited snaps <laughs> kind of got after it. That's, that's uh, a good one, yeah. Two pressures on seven pass rush snaps was his first game in the NFL because he'd been he'd been banged up and like they should keep playing him. The Rams have so many rookies; it's so funny. O'Shea Mathis and Byron Young duo is kind of sick. You gotta admit that. And, and Kobe Turner and on the, the inside. Yeah, no, that's nasty. <laughs> and some Aaron Donald guy maybe. Um, I would have a rook. I only had one in those Dorian Williams because I just wanted to give him all the credit. But uh, lastly, if we may start the rook, um, this is kind of a guy who flashed this week, but I want to get him more touches. Uh, Kendry Miller in that Saints blowout, they got him a lot of looks in the garbage time. He had 12 carries for 37 yards and a touchdown, and maybe more impressively, four catches, 53 yards, doing doing good work in the passing game. Uh, since since Kamara's been back, he's been okay. He doesn't look like Alvin Kamara so much. Um, who knows what the Saints team is? Let's let's just get Miller more go, and I think we'll we'll see that more as he gets you know fully back to health. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think those that sixteen touch number, fifteen touch number is I think like maybe minimum that we should see going forward. So yeah, no, promising. But let's let's keep it going. Eighth in rushing after contact among NFL rookies. There you go. I'm, I just got stats today. <laughs> when I start the rookies, Texans defensive lineman Dylan Horton. Not necessarily start him, but get him in the rotation a little bit more. Uh, Thirty-seven snaps over the last two weeks. His his look good and in, in, uh, it's flashed a little bit. Um, on the season, six tackles, a TFL, and a QB hit. Um, had a fumble recovery in this game against the Falcons. He's just a very active player and a, a very twitchy, which we know, yeah. uh, and powerful. And I, I feel like him and Will Anderson are just a really fun run-stopping duo. I think that's such a promising start from Horton. Like when you when you you know when you talk him, that's like Texans rookies in general, man. Yeah, like they haven't. Holy smokes, they haven't missed. They really haven't. Like Jared Patterson's been the best center. <laughs> I know you like you said he had a couple of rocky games to start, but he's been damn good since then. Like they they mm-hmm. they really haven't. I mean, obviously Scruggs hasn't has been hurt, but like they haven't missed otherwise. Everyone else has been really. I mean, who Xavier Hutchinson? But other than that, like <laughs> everyone else has been like big time contributors, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, Houston did it right. Carolina didn't. 